This is a Timmet podcast. This podcast is part of the series On the Marge. This episode is part of the second series. Chronologically, it falls somewhere before episode 35. The title of this episode is Rocks. Rocks. It all started one day when we were standing on the dinosaur's back. Most of the paths in the forest near where we live on Walnut Crescent are dirt or sand with tree roots and pine needles. But there's one part that is gray and hard and kind of smooth, but a little bit bumpy. When I was little, my dad told me that that was the back of a dinosaur that was sleeping just under the surface. All we could see was his back, so we had to walk very quietly over that spot so we didn't wake him up. But now that I'm six, my dad can't fool me anymore. I know that it's just a great big rock under the path. Like there are rocks everywhere. Just just dig a bit, and they're under everything. Even though I know it's not a real dinosaur there, my dad and I still pretend it is. We always walk very carefully there and tell each other to be quiet, <laughs> but then we giggle. The dinosaur place is an important place in our forest. It's right there that we turn off the main path onto the small path that goes up to our house. A couple of times last winter, when it was really dark and snowy, we missed the turnoff. We couldn't see the dinosaur's back because it was under the snow. We didn't really get lost, but it was kind of scary. So this summer, when we were standing on the dinosaur, I had an idea. I thought, wouldn't it be good to have a sign that says, turn here to go to our house, so that even when it was dark and snowy, we'd know where to turn. But my dad said he didn't want everyone coming up to our house, so what about some sort of secret sign that only we would know? <laughs> a secret! That sounded like a lot of fun. We talked about different ways of making a secret sign. Finally, we decided we would make a pile of rocks right by the path on the dinosaur's back. Everyone would think it was just a pile of rocks but our family would know it was a secret sign to tell us where to turn, and we could make the pile big enough so it wouldn't get covered by snow and so we could see it in the dark. We started small to try out the idea. There are a lot of rocks scattered all around our forest, although there are not very many really close to the dinosaur. My dad carried a heavy one up from the road, and I got two smaller ones from where someone had been digging to make a bike jump. We piled them up one, two, three, with the biggest one on the bottom and the smallest one on the top. It was fun to have a secret sign. It was still summer and we wouldn't have snow for a long time yet. The next day we went out for a walk and to look at our secret sign. But someone had pushed over the pile and the smallest rock was missing. I found it under a bush just down the trail. We put the pile of rocks back together again. My dad said someone must have pushed it over just to be funny. The next day after that we went to check our rocks again. This time they were all gone. We found the biggest one way down at the bottom of the hill. The smallest one was in the woods not far away, but we never found the middle one. So my dad got a bit mad. He found a really big rock up by the fence. It was so big he couldn't lift it. He rolled it down the path to the right place on the dinosaur's back. It took him a long time because the rock wasn't round and it didn't roll very well, and it was really heavy. He was all hot and sweaty when he was done. There, he said, as we found some more small rocks and piled them on top. Let's see what they can do with that. The next day, when we checked our rocks, the biggest, heaviest rock was moved away off the path and hidden behind a bush. A kid couldn't have done that. We couldn't find any of the other rocks at all. This time, my dad was really mad. I know there are many talented people in Whitehorse, he said. Some of them spend a lot of time and effort being really creative and making wonderful things. But what I don't understand 
is why someone would work so hard to be destructive and take things apart. But he had an idea. This is what we did. My dad rolled the biggest rock back to its place on the dinosaur. We went and found more rocks, as big as my dad could carry, and put them on top. My dad carved the name Hammy into a nice piece of wood using a machine in our garage, and we put that by the pile of rocks. I got two nice sticks from the forest, and my dad helped me saw the ends off to make them smooth. I tied the sticks together with string to make a cross, and we propped that up in the pile of rocks. And I wrote a message on a piece of paper that we put into a Ziploc bag and stuck it into the rocks. This is what the message said. In loving memory of Hammy Hamster, who got half-eaten by our dog. Use little kid printing, my dad said, and he helped me make sure that all the words weren't spelled right, which is funny. We don't have a hamster. Not even half a hamster. After that, nobody touched our pile of rocks. After a few weeks, the cross fell over, so we put it back up. But everything is still there, and it will be really good to tell us where to turn when it gets dark and snowy this winter. Other people saw the pile of rocks, but because it was a secret sign, nobody knew what it was really about. Mrs. McPherson took a picture of the rocks on the cross, and she put it in a magazine. I think it was a religion magazine, something about kids and religion and dying. It didn't seem very interesting, but my mom and dad thought it was funny. They didn't tell Mrs. McPherson the real story. So it's hard to fool kids, especially old kids like me. But it's really easy to fool adults. This has been a Timmet podcast in a series called On the Marge. Instrumental intro and exit are courtesy of Kate Weeks. If you would like more of these podcasts, check out the podcast website at timmet.ca slash podcasts. That's T-I-M-M-I-T dot C-A slash podcasts.